Hello, and welcome to our unappealing threesome, Legends of Philadelphia. <laughs> We're your host. I'm Tony Tassels Trove, and this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny Z String Zito. Whoa. And joining us on engineering duties is Brian Baby Oil Beerman. You might be wondering why do these guys seem more sassy than usual? Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Tony Trove and Johnny Zito have a lifestyle brand. South Fellini that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes. Lots of times, customers will ask, why is it so hard to find parking in the strip club district? Which which I know you're referring to as Delaware Avenue. It's all back, and they it's, want, it's, it's all back angle parking back, over there. It's very difficult. And want to know why the Philadelphia accent is such a natural aphrodisiac. <laughs> so we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer. To the new Philadelphians and a refresher to the old heads, the city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. <laughs> you know, make me. Re- my, I have family that listens to this. You make Beerman read. Beerman gets to read the Beatles one, and I have to read the erotic one. <laughs> it was listener and requested. Really feeling- the listeners requested it. They said, "Could you make Trove read this one?" And I said, I don't know if he's going to want to do it, but yes. I just wasn't ready for it. You told me this could be on the PPA, and then you message, sent a message, hey, it's about an old porno theater. I called an audible. That's right. I was fired up in a different way than I was to be fired up for this particular episode. Uh, I'm, I'm fired up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive, so. Yeah, Beerman was like, could we please could we please do an episode on the forum? And, forum? and I was like, all right, fine, we'll do it. All right, fine. We'll <laughs> Last week, we talked about something I'm passionate about, the Beatles. Now this week, something I'm passionate about, pornography. Pornography. <laughs> old theaters. Old theaters. Old, old, old theaters. theaters. I, like the, theaters. I like the architecture. Projection. It's the I articles, the, Beerman. I go for the, the, arch- the architecture. What about the lighting? Uh, yeah, my I mom did. I, uh, mom, 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 if you're <laughs> listening, turn this off. Right my mom called, she like called me earlier. She's like, what are you recording a podcast on today? I'm like, the forum. You know, the old porno theater mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> Great. Can't, can't right. wait. Can't wait to hear it. Cool. Have, have fun, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did talk about doing the next episode on the PPA, and then when I found out it was a, it was a little bit heavier than I thought. It's a, there's a lot of politics and patronage, and I wasn't sure I got everybody's it's not name sexy. right. It's not sexy. Not the as PPA sexy. PPA is heavy. PPA, uh, yeah. There's like a whole, there's like a whole political scandal associated with it, and uh, okay. started to dig into it, and I was like, man, I just right after New Year's, I'm not, oof, I, I can't <laughs> handle it right now. Too heavy, too much. All right, let's uh, party. Let's go to let's. Let's yeah, go. so let's party. Let's, let's put on Instead. our trench coats and, and party. <laughs> Pull your fedora down real low. Yeah, we look like uh, uh, in the Ninja Turtles when uh, he when he goes to see a movie, but he has to hide. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's what that that's yep. what he's supposed to look like. He's supposed to look like somebody going to a porno yeah. theater in the eighties. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, I'm I guess. A taxi driver when he takes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We Let's just get about, into it. Let's just get into it. We'll just talk about every movie reference about it. Um, yeah, so this episode we're going to be talking about uh, uh, explicit sexual situations. So if you do have young listeners, I don't know who would let their children listen to this, but if you do, this is uh, probably not an episode for them. Um, but, I mean, yeah, you, sorry, if you kids. let them listen to Next the Poisoner's Handbook, then before there was an internet teeming with free porno, you had to go to a theater uh, if you wanted to see hardcore action. Uh, Philadelphia was no stranger to triple X entertainment. By the mid-80s, almost every square block of Center City had a porn theater. But long after the others had shuttered their doors, one adult cinema kept on screening skin flicks. So buy a ticket, grab some popcorn, and join us at the Forum. So they our, po- you think they sold popcorn? That's, there? That was going to be my question. Do they have Do they have candy and popcorn? Like, do they have like a really filthy "Let's all go to the lobby" cartoon that they play beforehand? <laughs> Do, I was wondering. Do all the popcorn bags have holes in the bottom of them? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just break the ice with my. I can't. I can't take it. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was a concession stand. No. I don't know. This before our time. I never, never been. Yeah, I don't know. This... There was a Chinese food place next door. Um, I got to imagine some people snuck the food in. <laughs> the, like did Sean McComas rent that apartment? <laughs> Didn't Sean McComas rent that apartment? He did. We had a friend in college who lived above the Chinese food place (laughs) next to the forum. Which brings me to my next question. Do you guys remember the forum? (laughs) You guys have any? Do you guys remember the first time you saw the forum? Had you ever been there? I know, honestly, you and I worked on... What what, what was it called? Like, um, Like the home... The trading trading channel, the home no, it wasn't trading. Pl- it was like it was like a home good channel, like internet thing, and it, we we did like all these backsplashes oh. in an apartment complex near there for um, what is it called? Like that channel, oh, whatever. Uh, home um, and garden, did, like, home and garden TV, HGTV, right? Home good channel, HGTV. That's it. Sorry, edit it out. <laughs> edit that out. HGTV. <laughs> we did a project for HGTV. <laughs> doing backsplashes for a apartment building right like across the street from it. Yeah. And we, me and Zito, um, I mean, it's funny to imagine us in our early twenties putting in backsplashes for reality TV, uh, people's kitchens, apartments, kitchens, but there was nothing else around there. We couldn't even get lunch anywhere. Um, there was nowhere to buy. Yeah. Like there wasn't like a Wawa. There was nothing. And the only thing open around there was the forum and we didn't go, but like, <laughs> where else what else like the, and there's nothing else like to talk about you know we're just like working and doing this thing like look at that old porno theater we think it was on over there like that's <laughs> like we talked about it so much um and if anyone's wondering we ended up we ended up driving getting indian food at that place yeah. on walnut street tandoori chicken yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a good it was a good job uh how about it beerman did you uh have you ever seen the forum did you did you ever pass by it when it was open i yeah, I remember passing by it, and uh, um, but, but the, when I was a kid, I was thinking about it because there, I think there was more than like I know we're just getting in the forum, but I guess when back in 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 the day when I was real little, I went to Center City with my grandpa and my mom, and there was like there was like a place I don't know if it was a porno theater or a strip strip club, but it was like something about a zoo. It had like animals painted on the side of it. 
I think and you might I was be... like, oh, I love the zoo. <laughs> and I and and my, I, I was like, oh, I want to go there, mom. I want to go. Like, let's go there. And she was like, no, it's not a real zoo. Like, it's <laughs> not. It's not what you think it is. But they sell balloons. And it's like condoms. Like you're like fooled by every. <laughs> 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 Well, <laughs> I think it was that place. It sounds like we've it was, said it before. <laughs> it sounds like it was that yeah, place on Art Street by the convention center, and they, they tore it down to expand the convention I think center it was. like twenty I years think it ago. Was. Yeah. It was like a guy's name, right? It was like a dude's name. It looked like the Panama Jack uh, uh, suntan yeah, lotion. Yeah, it had ago. like uh, yeah. You know, what? I, I remember me, and my cousin Damon went to the All Star Games uh, in, in the nineties. They had like a like an event at the convention center. And uh, we got like picked up in front of the, the porno place. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom came pick this mom, up. Mom, come pick me up. I'm in front of Panama Jacks. <laughs> I think we like sold this like stuff with the Phillies. Like I mean, this is you know, whenever mm. the All Star Game was in Philadelphia, '97, '96, um, and there was this when event you- there, and I just re- I remember standing there and looking. <laughs> That. When and you boys like a, get like done, a, like a, I want you to meet me by the porno place. I'm going right, to pick you like, up. Stand on that corner. Don't go anywhere up? else. Well, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, don't, don't go anywhere seedy. Just stand <laughs> in the corner with the, on this porno theater. Or, what was it called? Because it had like it was like a man in like a um, like a safari thing or something. Like you're saying, like it was like like a. I thought it was a zoo, know. so it had must have. You thought it was a zoo, and it was something like, like a safari theme. These places were like, everywhere in Center City. I worked as a as a legal and it's kind uh, of the end of it, a legal even. messenger, yeah. a, a, a process server when I was in college, and I was in and out of Center City, back and forth from Camden to Center City, and there were still tons of these porno theaters between like Thirteenth and uh, uh, along Thirteenth Street between Walnut and Chestnut and Sansom Street. They were tucked away. They were still uh, they were still around. Uh, they got they didn't get yeah they, they were get still around post nine eleven. When uh, I went to North Catholic and down the street from this all boys Catholic high school uh, was a porno theater and and it was everybody was always talking about going there joking about it, going there and it was specifically a theater yeah and and it was still running up until like mid two thousands when I was still in high school wow yeah I um I guess the first time I remember seeing the forum I was my my bus on the way to school in high school was detoured up Market Street and uh, I was riding with a bunch of you know guys from South Philly going to school and one dude you know I'm just you know doing whatever you did before you had a smartphone and uh, somebody screams is that a porno theater and it was like one of my friends on the bus and like every kid I went to school with who was on the bus like slammed against that side of the bus and he's <laughs> looking out the window and is laughing at the titles of these movies. Um, and then it was, and then we got to school and, and we told to everybody like, about new it. Movie <laughs> new movie new every Tuesday. New movie every Tuesday. New movie every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. And we got to school and we talked about it. We talked about it for a week. Again, this is like, you know, the world moved a little slower back then. So uh, we definitely talked about it for a long, long time. And it developed like this mythology or whatever uh, uh, among this uh, young group of boys about what must go on there. And little did we know. Um, we, had, we had no idea. Yeah, we, we talk about it in the South Street episode. There was definitely just an adultness in in the uh from south street to center city <laughs> back then it was like adult oh. district yeah i don't know i adult remember time. i remember as a kid thinking that center city philadelphia and manhattan were the same like as a little kid like they had as the same as many adult theaters and 
and trash. I had I never guess. gone to New York before it got cleaned up. You had family up there, and you visited a bunch as a, as a kid. But I, I went after Giuliani. I'd never seen it before it was Disneyfied. I only know it from movies and stuff. But similarly, from movies, when it was portrayed in movies, it was like porno theater, check cashing place, you know, uh, liquor store, state store. Liquor in our store, case. yeah. But like, there's but, some there's so much great uh, B foot B roll in um, trading places. Yes, yeah, in the, uh, in in the, the opening montage. Just mentioning, and they, they show one of those old porno theaters in that because I know there's like a a specific <laughs> one they show. Yeah, not um, the and it's not the form. It's not the one we're talking about. You think these places today. got? No, it's not. No, but you you think that most of these places got moved out at nine eleven? No, they they started so to talking, mentioning that. We'll get into it, but there was a few holdouts. There were a few of these places that held out until uh, until the early two thousands, and they all got cleared away. And the forum was the last one standing, which is why, I guess why we're talking about it today. Um, uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Victor Fiorello, who did a lot of uh, research uh, on the forum for a pair of articles he did uh, on phillymag.com. They're much more in-depth than what we're going to get into today, so check them out if you're interested in this topic. Um, okay. So the four We're just going to make classy, classy input. We're just going to go classy input. Only classy input. Uh, the forum opened its doors in 1975 in the middle of an era dubbed Porno Chic. Uh, prior to Porno Chic, porn films were limited to softcore, simulated sex, and incredibly bad, usually silent stag films. Boo. <laughs> very poor content. Uh, so it was very poor content out there. Not a lot of uh, choices for pornography. But uh, Andy Warhol's controversial Blue movie was released in 1969, and it was the first movie to show explicit real sex acts and be released widely to audiences. Then in 1972, Linda Lovelace's Deep Throat was released in mainstream theaters across the country. Uh, it was a crossover hit and inspired many theater owners to start showcasing adult films exclusively. So they showed that in regular movie theaters? There was, yeah, it ended up on like the Johnny Carson show and things like that. It was talked about in mainstream culture. And so mainstream. What do you mean like the actors went on Johnny? Yeah, they had like you Linda. Mean, like, the actors went on Johnny Carson? Yeah, like Linda Lovelace. And yeah, they, they it was like a cultural thing. Like this had never happened before. So a movie with sex. Why did, why, why did a, why did this movie get shown in, in main, like why did it? Be like, all right, we'll show it. Well, because, you know, it's not a porno like you might think of a porno from, like, nowadays where it's just scene, scene, scene of, like, people banging. It was, like, a movie with sex scenes in it that were not simulated. And so the idea was that they're, they're – so it was a comedy, and uh, the idea was that there should be more movies with sex scenes in them just like there are movies with, you know, scenes of violence. And uh, this is the 70s, and people are pushing those kinds of envelopes. And, you know, to get ratings, uh, mainstream television uh, news programs and entertainment programs like Johnny Carson talked about it and had uh, uh, actors from the performers from the movie on their program. And so there was a curiosity and people started to ask, you know, where can I see this? And movie theaters that showed, you know, normal movies, regular movies, sci-fi B movies in, in the 1960s and Robin Hood, and Rob the Disney movie. Yeah, when they're showing these same things. Whatever was coming out in 1972, they're showing the same things. And they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll do a three-week run or a six-week run of Deep Throat and see what it makes us. And a lot of these theaters discovered that it made them a lot of money. And uh, I found one story mm. about a theater in um, Pittsburgh, specifically, uh, called the Garden Theater. And it was, for like 70 years, it was a regular theater. And it started you know, as a Nickelodeon and worked its way up all the way to you know showing mm -hmm. big budget Oscar movies, and it was the prize of the of its neighborhood. 
And when Deep Throat came out, they made so much money showing this movie that they just exclusively began showing uh, skin flicks, uh, adult films. And Mm. um, these movies had plots. This one's an adventure movie. This one's a comedy. This one's a drama, you know. And uh, uh, these... The idea was it was just going to be another kind of movie that was out there. This is like that '70s way of thinking. And then when they run like the uh, the the nudist documentaries, yes, things like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very popular. Everyone shows up for these nudist documentaries. Uh. <laughs> People like documentaries. That's what People it is. Like yeah, right. They can take the long wrong lesson from that, and you you, you end up driving your business into the ground. I mean, I, I guess I know that the the I guess the version of this in New York ran grindhouse movies and like black exploitation movies, and like these sort of crossover porno movies. Um, was the do you think the Philly version of this was happening, or is this like where this where uh, what's the name of the movie? Um, Deep Throat in Philadelphia was like showing at places, or they were they just like wait. Porno is an industry. We're just trying porno. It just started showing at regular theaters. It just started showing in Philadelphia. It yeah. showed at regular theaters, like it did, um, because there was only so you know. Every, in Philadelphia is a big theater <laughs> town. Like I have a book. It's funny. Yeah. I was looking through it for this episode, but I have a book that's like the theaters, the historic theaters of Philadelphia, and it's things like you know uh, the Boyd and uh, or that became the Sam Eric and uh, theaters like that that are like and like the Prince and it's like old historic theaters with marquees on them that got turned into other things possibly or lost to time, you know, like the, the, what is it? There's a Mandy's or a Marshall's at, at 15th and chestnut that has a, a movie marquee over it instead of a, instead of a regular store marquee. And it's like, the book is full of pictures like that. There was a theater. It's big business before cable television. There's a theater in every neighborhood, sure. you know. So like, for the uh, a project, yeah, and it would sh- it hold a lot of people too. That's the other thing. Like, yeah, there's also smaller theaters, big places that have small like run a lot of movies. Back then, they would have like two thousand seats. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> they pack as many people I, as they could. A, Fire marshal can't stop them. They got as I, many people in there as they want. When I was in high school, yeah, when I was in high school, they took us to see um, Titanic. And uh, they took the ninth and tenth grades, and it's like a ton of kids in a theater. That's a like, that's hundreds of kids. That's like that's, that's like three hundred kids, kids, right? Like, <laughs> just pack them in. Like I, I don't know. I, it's definitely a different version of, of a theater than it is now. So these theaters are struggling to survive. They're all struggling to stand out as television becomes. You know, pr- uh, uh, people are there's recessions and things hit people's wallets, and people stay home to watch free television. So the theaters are looking for ways to stand out, and some of them convert it to adult films and uh it didn't hurt that celebrities don't show that on tv no they don't uh it didn't hurt that celebrities like johnny carson jack nicholson norman mailer angela lansbury sammy davis jr and truman capote lined up to party with porn stars like marilyn chambers and john holmes angela lansbury angela lansbury her daughter was a manson girl people angela lansbury angela lansbury Ha, this lady's fucking murders are happening around this woman every week, and everyone's like, I wonder what's going on here. And it's like, maybe it's you, Angela. Maybe it's you. <laughs> you, you porno-loving, Manson-girl-raising freak. That woman is a saint. We lost Betty White this week. I would trade 10 Angela Lansbury's for a Betty White. Means you talk about Angela Lansbury's relations to the Mansons all the time. And, uh, <laughs> you just revealed it to you, though. I can't believe you. Well, we know that from the You Must Remember This podcast. I just can't podcast. get over it. I just can't get over it. I just can't get over it. I just can't get over it. 
We know that from the You Must Sammy Remember Sammy Davis this. Jr. I can't, I'm looking at you, too. I must remember this, yeah. And that's where we learned Sammy Davis Jr. actually dated Linda Lovelace for a time uh, uh, in, in his crazy 70s period. What a life. Um, so by 1975, lots of full-time adult cinemas operated in Philadelphia simultaneously, including uh, the studio at 16th and Market, uh, which is probably what is in the opening credits of Trading Places. Uh, the Philmont oh, okay. in the far northeast, which uh, might be the one that uh, that Bierman remembers, and uh, the Lincoln Drive-in. No. Yes, a porn drive-in theater uh, on Roosevelt porn Boulevard. Where? It was on Roosevelt Boulevard. <laughs> you and that that makes sense though. When you He's think about project it. Project some gigantic. <laughs> You're in a car. You bring somebody. I, f- I feel like the, 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 70s. the drive-in well, I, is the way to go because then they just take their car and they leave. They take their mess with them. They don't, nobody is, you don't have to pay for the cleanup. It's just, it's just, <laughs> that's, yeah, well, that's, that's the, that's the, 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 the untold, uh, Where, thing. sucks Someone for the neighbors. To... Sucks, sucks for the people who live in that neighborhood though. Or it's great for them. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why you move there, you know? Um, I think a lot of this is, you know, people trying to make a buck. Times are tough uh, all over in 1975. And uh, all these, uh, you know, all these things, uh, these examples of great Americana, like the the drive-in theater, are reduced to doing uh, porno to, uh, to, to, to make a buck, to just survive. Um, and, of course, there was the forum. Uh, I did some research on uh, newspapers.com for the forum. I searched for the forum between 1975 and 85, and surprisingly— the theater is mentioned a number of times and never once uh, referenced as an eyesore or a nuisance in that time period between 75 and 85. Yeah, I'm sure everybody went and that's why it was like, like, I'm it sure there were wa- so, so many people that like you wouldn't think they would never talk about it, but that went there. It must have been wild that it didn't exist and then it did. And like how many people just. We're like, you know what I mean? Like we're like born into a world that this we were. I'm watching old. porn on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't have that back then. You're supposed to be re- helping with the podcast. I can do both. Every baby boomer's <laughs> story about finding porn for the first time is like they stumbled on it in the woods or something. So like before we were born, I think it was just much harder <laughs> to come across. <laughs> in the so woods. yeah, it must have been weird that like a place like this could just open. Yeah, and if you're an adult who lived in a world where this was not the norm, we, and then it was the norm, it's yeah, it must be mind blowing. I, I mean, I mean, we joke about taxi driver all the time, but like, I don't know, like he takes her on a date to a place like this. Like, I don't, I guess there were dudes who took people on dates like that, and I don't know. I that sounds like so outrageous and crazy, and I don't know. I'm sure it was outrageous and crazy then, but I'm sure it meant something different then, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I remember uh, the movie uh, Summer of Sam, uh, which we went to go see at the Riverview many years ago, and that also has a lot to do with the <laughs> New York 70s swinger sex scene and porno theaters and Dante's Playground and things like that, and it's it's all meshed up in, like, the sexual revolution and people trying to, like, you know, become unstuffy or unstuff themselves about that, you know, about their sexuality. So it gets a little messy, you know? It gets... It, it, right. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, like I said, the uh, the Inquirer uh, mentions uh, the forum a number of times between 75 and 85, uh, uh, and under an article in the Inquirer promoting a Smother Brothers reunion on Broadway, uh, I found a 1976 op-ed complaining about how pornos just aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's a giant picture of the Smothers Brothers, and then you, like, scroll down. Well, because it's newspapers.com, you scroll down. And it's like, and then it's the listings for all the porno theaters uh, in the area that week. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, so a quote from the article, Unfortunately for theater owners, good films are in short supply. Uh, for every Xer with a good production value and interesting storyline, there are dozens of the same old thing. A parade of couplings strung together by embarrassingly witless narratives. The camera work and editing is better than it used to be, but the majority of performers can't act. These concerns are borne out by some porn theater going on a recent Friday afternoon trip to the Forum, which screens first-run stuff. There were about 40 men in attendance, most of them middle-aged, probably all on their way home from work. End quote. You know, I, I imagine like in Boogie Nights is like that part when they like switch from film to, to video. Like, yeah, we're we're coming up to it. <laughs> like there's like there's like oh we're coming up to it. I'm sorry. I we're coming going. up on it. Yeah, this is the transition. Yeah, like, definitely. Oh, it starts like, to get cheaper and easier like, to make and Yeah. And, I mean people and were spending either way, right? <laughs> I was looking up some of the I was looking up some of the uh budgets on these movies and it's like they were spending two hundred thousand dollars on uh the, the, the the Devil and Mrs. Jones, and it's like, this yeah, is film, a, film's expensive, you know. Yeah, and there there's production values, and they would like, you know, they'd get they do what you did in real movies or, or regular movies, mainstream movies, whatever you want to call there's them. Craft services. There there's would be uh, on screen. There was cars. There was there was fast cars and cool sets, and and they they just, spent money on things at least at first, at least in these first crossover successes, mm -hmm. and then there's just like fruit, you know, fruit a, a snacks, tsunami of in, imitators, you know. Well, I guess, I guess I like I don't, I don't know. Like, how did they slowly realize that people didn't really even want to see that? <laughs> I mean, I think people like people... it's like such like a slow like like realization in 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 uh, an artistic vision. Like, or these guys are just completely admitting that they're like pornographers. They just know, like kept that, slashing like... the budget, slashing the budget, slashing the budget until like like you said, there's no more fruit snacks at craft services and. Uh, and the movie's just you know one sex scene after the other, and this guy writing for the yeah. for the Inquirer, he's going there for the for the stories. He's there for the plot. I like the story. Yeah, I get it. Different time. They want, make, they want to make the metropolis of low budget porno. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I truly get it. The Citizen Kane of porno. <laughs> the Citizen Kane of porno. I get it. Yeah. Um. And I guess. Uh, I guess. Uh, uh, filmmakers, uh, porno filmmakers, found that you know they could spend less money on it and still make uh, just th the same amount, if not more, uh, because they were churning them out faster. Uh, so, um, so this is the world. It immediately, as soon as it becomes like mainstream, it immediately starts to fall apart. And I also found a half-page preview for a 1976 Russ Myers porno uh, that was exclusively being shown at the Duke Theater at 1605 Chestnut. Uh, that week, the forum screen, oh, wow. uh, Summer of Lara and Baby Rosemary, which I can only assume is a parody of Rosemary's Baby. Very cool, Russ Meyer. Very, very cool. <laughs> I, act I actually found very a list. Very one brand, of, Russ Meyer. What's that? I actually found a list of um, pornos that they showed in Philly. I don't know if you want me to read some of these. 
these are Philly specific pornos. They these these are okay. these are movies that were Philly pornos. Okay, go ahead. Hoagie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> John's Roast Porkies. <laughs> John's Roast Porkies. Uh, there's Caligula, not Caligula, but Jit Bagula. <laughs> Septa Bus Confessions. The Jersey Devil and Miss Jones. <laughs> Behind the Green Tafani Door. <laughs> Last Tango and Two Street. Oh, uh, <laughs> this was a pop. This was very popular. Debbie hates Dallas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Backdoor Dickheads Nine. That one. That one might be real. <laughs> that one might be real. Um, Tales from the Mac Machine and uh, the last one. Is, Swo- uh, swoop throat. <laughs> <laughs> swoop. You did swoop dirty there. Poor swoop. He loved it. Damn. Damn. They all uh, sound like classics, if you ask me. But the most informative article I read described a night outside the forum in 1984 at the very end of the porno chic scene. Uh, Marilyn Chambers, star of 1972's Behind the Green Door, Behind the Green Tofani Door, visits the forum to promote the <laughs> debut of her latest film, Insatiable 2, surrounded by adoring Philadelphia fans. So this is this is you know from an article uh, in the in, in the in the Inquirer in 1984. Cinephiles gathered to watch as Chambers pulled up to 22nd and Market in a long white Lincoln Continental. She smiled for cameras, politely accepted gifts signed autographs, and chatted with Inquirer reporter Dick Pullman uh, about why Miss America, <laughs> Vanessa <Wait>. Williams. <laughs> that guy's not an actor in the movies? That's his name? Well, look, I, 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 this article had a bunch of like little puns and things like that, so I'm pretty sure Dick, Dick Pullman is a, is a pseudonym. Um, and then I, uh, you know, the best part of this article is at the end, it's like, a, it's like a, one of those continued on page whatever articles uh, that you see sometimes when something's too long. And at the bottom mm-hmm. of the of the the first set of columns, the first instance of it, it says continued on page eight D. And anybody who's ever used a calculator knows that eight D or eight equal sign D is the universal symbol, is the universal way to draw a penis on a on an electronic device or a typewriter. On a calculator, yeah. on a calculator, right? <laughs> So, the Inquirer, such a filthy rag. So <laughs> a lot of a lot of jokes in this nineteen eighty four <laughs> Inquirer article. Uh, from Dick Pullman. And uh, Dick Pullman talks to uh, uh, Chambers, Marilyn Chambers, about the Miss America, Vanessa Williams, who just lost her crown in a sex scandal. Quote, I think the pageant should definitely update their moral regulations. I mean, it is the 80s now. End quote. Uh, this, was a, this was a crazy article to read. It was in a giant picture of Chambers taking up like a third of the page. It was... Uh, I guess it was some kind of press event that was like set up because they knew to have a. It seemed pretty spur of the moment, but they knew to have a reporter there, and it sounds like everybody who was at the theater watching Insatiable Two exited to find the star in the lobby or out on the sidewalk taking photos and stuff. And obviously, some people did not want to be have their photo taken with her 
or be seen there at all. <laughs> yeah, a, a priest, <laughs> priest and politicians. Yeah, so uh, so it was a it got <clears throat> a mixed response from the crowd, but people did gather around and and I guess uh, uh, you know want to meet her. And uh, she didn't hang around too long uh, before speeding off in her Lincoln Continental. Chambers tells the small crowd about her investments in the blossoming video cassette business, and she predicts the death of the forum and all theaters like it within the decade. Wow. Damn. Yeah, that's all in the article. Uh, she wasn't completely wrong. Uh, advances in technology forced changes in the way business was done. Uh, that year, uh, 1984, 3,200 new adult videotapes were released. Meanwhile, 280 porn theaters went out of business across the country. The arrival of VHS, the VCR, and the camcorder in the early 80s made it much cheaper to shoot, produce, and produce adult films. Uh, while 70s films focused on high production values and trying to look like mainstream movies, uh, complete with script and storyline and uh, you know soundtrack, the 80s saw a glut of amateur porn. Uh, and it was just, you know, available all over the place. I guess I, I remember all the local mm -hmm. VHS places in my neighborhood had that little curtained-off area in the back. Uh, you know, you, you, you first enter the shop, and it's all the G-rated stuff, all the kids' cartoons, and then the action movies, and then the horror movies, and then the nudie movies. And those are, like, behind, like, maybe a, a black curtain in the back in a shoddily built I mean, I'm sure they were just... <laughs> I guess they were distributed however they were distributed to those independent rental places yeah i mean those places they you, you look up in a phone book you're a studio and i don't i guess they were mostly concentrated in new york and la still you look up in a studio all the rental places and you know the midwest and you just start calling them and one of them is going to say yes and you there might not be a porno theater in nebraska <laughs> but you're going to find a guy who will sell those vhs's and so they're tapping sure, uh, markets sure. they weren't even able to get into and uh Along with the moral panic in the 80s, uh, porno was uh, made into a private thing, watched uh, alone, at home, in shame. And uh, theaters felt... I, <laughs> more, uh, I would think it's more shameful to be in a room full of other dudes with their pants down. And you have to look someone in the eye. Like, it, it's just like... I. Uh, it, it's such a weird... It sounds like so old-fashioned, because it is now, but... Well, I feel like, like having the porn theater forced you, you to had be to go open somewhere. About it. it forced society to yeah. be like, this is a part of society and this is something that has to be dealt with or looked at. Like, and, even what you're saying, like, there's like in Philadelphia and New York and there's certain cities that there are just like a ton of these places. There's just a lot of people who are open to going out and doing that. You definitely, there aren't places like that in I don't know, the Midwest or the South, you know? It's, uh, yeah, they, they don't want to be on camera, but they're definitely like open to like, <laughs> go to these places, you know, and there's, a lot, there's that many people who are, who are doing that. And then AIDS comes along and nobody really understands at first how it's spread or how people are getting it. And any kind of sexual contact seems to be, uh, uh, risky. So I'm sure these businesses were already floundering, already hurting with VHS and then the, uh, the AIDS epidemic. And then you got the moral panic of the eighties, both Republicans or Democrats are having congressional hearings about, what they should be putting warning labels on or censoring. And, you know, it's uh, it's one thing to argue about where the Beatles play. It's another thing to uh, to decide what goes on in people's bedrooms. And uh, that's how far they, they started reaching. And I guess it just it affected the bottom line. And uh, the, the governments were able to, anybody who managed to stay in business, eventually the local governments were able to put them out of business with uh, citations, L&I citations and things like that. Uh, for instance, the forum chugged along until 2012 when it was cited for uh, interior construction without a permit 
and the tenant could no longer pay the rent on the forum, and uh, it never reopened. 2012, mm. it was still going. Kept chugging, yeah. I looked up a, yeah. a, a, a Victor's article has a little bit about the uh, the guy who owned the building and the guy and very and a, a lot less on the guy who managed the forum uh, for all those years. But the guy who owned the building, he also owned a lot of 42nd Street and a lot of the um, uh, a lot of the porn theaters up there. Uh, uh, what's the the, the the super famous one, Show World? I think uh, that was open the longest up there. So this guy, he you know, um, he definitely. It was his business. He did it in in for years and years and years in, in different cities, and uh, he was known as a kingpin. And I guess he he kept it going wow. for as long as he was alive. That's wild. Yes. Um, like I said, Victor's 2007 article goes into way more detail on this. If you guys want to know more, I don't know how else to close this episode other than with the forums only Yelp review dated 2007 by Kaz V. <laughs> Buckle up, this one's a little long. Uh, quote, how does one rate a porn theater? The obvious answer is that one doesn't, which is why this is the first review for the forum. Uh, not on technical matters of projection, surely, because that's pretty awful here. Dimly lit, with muffled sound, the shot-on-video movies are just kind of splattered upon the screen. Uh, the forum seems to get the job done. The hetero-themed smut plays for a mixed crowd, some cruise, some snore, some smoke and drink. A few guys brought in dinner from the Chinese takeout joint next door and held an amiable conversation behind me. As a relic of a bygone era, now dwarfed in height by the corporate redevelopment of Market Street, the forum retains tangible traces of an entire cinematic, social, and sexual infrastructure that's been largely erased by, quote, progress of various sorts. For, the, for that long, I give it, for that alone, I give it three stars. The less said about the mice, the better, end quote. Oh. oh, this sounds awful. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, it's weird, right? Uh, this is a weird one. I don't know. Uh, it's a weird one. Yeah, it was a weird one. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think uh, it's definitely. I made a sticker of. <laughs> you did. I made a sticker of the forum. Um, I, I've some of the stickers are like kind of random, but they're actually. Uh, usually a reflection of a, a place I worked. <laughs> That's something you look at every day. Um, the forum is definitely one of them. Um, I don't know. It's uh, just something you know you, you make from just from seeing something all the time. Uh, but that's why we have a forum sticker. And I remember I wanted to make it a t-shirt and you were like, maybe we shouldn't do that. And, uh, <laughs> here we are doing a podcast about it. Uh, well, and I'm gonna well the audience my, the audience my, will let us know. My if... forum sticker. <laughs> If the audience, I have, I have plenty. So hit us up if you want. want one. If the audience wants more forum content, <laughs> if they want a forum T-shirt, we're locked and loaded. <laughs> we're ready to go. <laughs> Write us. Let us know. Tweet at us. Um, this was a different era in time. It sounds so old-fashioned now. You had to go somewhere to watch people have sex. It is, and I don't. I mean, who thinks about it? I never, I never stop to remember this, but it is what the city looked like. I mean, I'm, I know there was ones in South Philly, there was ones in Center City. They were all over the place. Like as a kid, you'd just be yeah. walking along or riding your bike, just doing a thing, and you I could mean, pass by a corner that was like dominated by pornography. And like, like Drove I mean, said, I'm talking about this job we worked. I remember it was just like abandoned buildings and knocked down buildings, and here we're working on this like, you know, regentrified version of Market Street. <laughs> plug it in and black splashes you know it's definitely from another time 
Yeah, and uh, they they tried to get rid of this place, those um, those uh, condos and, and apartment buildings. They they tried to get rid of the forum for a long time, and they wanted you know something else to be there, even if it was just a parking lot, anything else, uh, because mm-hmm. they're they're just not trying to see it from their window where they live. Like we worked there for a day, this, but it's <laughs> like the only thing that was around there. It was the only. <laughs> It said new movie every Tuesday. Like it's, <laughs> it's like it's like oh you're gonna be gone, but there's something going on next week. It's my oh, question. Man, it's, my question is is why couldn't they show a new movie every night? Like there's definitely like what was the <laughs> what was the, there's definitely enough content. Why are they, they're like well not everybody can come on Tuesday night. Some people need to come on Wednesday night. Some people need to come on Thursday. You make night. one podcast a week. You make so one we, podcast a week. It, I think Get it was every it? Tuesday like, and Friday night. So it was like. <laughs> But they're not making them at the forum. They're like they're buying them. So like they're you just could, showing them. They're just showing a, them. This guy's got to change the film. And this by guy's the guy's got to sh- change the film. No, by the end, there's no way it's on film. It's definitely like from being played on a laptop, a digital projector. They could just play it off no of way. off of the internet. No way. They no probably way. have a collection. They probably they have a collection. The forum place was the, the forum was the last place you could get the authentic 35 millimeter experience in a theater. They probably they they probably had a projector that played movies and they probably had a bunch of them that they just would rotate that's what i imagine i don't know if i want to include this i was i i just kind of remember this i forgot i did this but in in college the <laughs> roxy was showing the roxy showed a 3d porno and i remember going to see <laughs> this with a bunch of people from film school i i totally uh-huh. forgot it and it's it's like i said it's like a movie there's sex scenes in it but it was like a 3d Porno. 3D. And it was 3D porno. I had to bring your own glasses. Really? <laughs> they didn't give out glasses? I don't I know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we brought our own glasses. I'm not gonna trust 3D glasses at a porno. I don't want any free 3D that's glasses. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure true. we brought our own. Um oh. your face. Um and that was like as a novelty. Different you know, time. The Roxy showed all kinds well, of Well, like, that's a, that's a specific one. I'm telling you this I'm telling you that I that's how I imagine it probably worked. Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about the Philadelphia Forum. Please check out our website, www.bellini.com, for cool Philly-inspired merch. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. Look Look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, and wear a mask. Bye. Bye.